I'm going to read five short verses. These are five verses that relate to greeting one another in the New Testament. I'll just read each of those. Five places from the New Testament. First one is Romans 16, 16. Greet one another with a holy kiss. The churches of Christ greet you. Second, 1 Corinthians 16, 20. All the brethren greet you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 12. Greet one another with a holy kiss. 1 Peter 5, 14. Greet one another with a kiss of love. 1 Thessalonians 5, 26. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. I need to explain this, right? And now it's clear that we are to greet one another, right? That's perfectly clear. But we're supposed to do it in a certain way. Now the Greek word here is translated salute in the King James Version, I believe, and also sometimes embrace. So greet, salute, embrace. And there is some evidence from the writings of Justin Martyr that the exchange of a, of a kiss was a normal part, especially of the communion celebration. But, dear family, any greeting among us should be sincere. It should be with love. And it should be holy. So why is this so important in the body of Christ? First of all, I believe greetings in the body of Christ are not the same. We must be aware that they're not the same as greeting that greetings unbelievers give to each other. They may sometimes look similar on the outside, but they're not the same. And this greeting, or the greeting in the Lord, is a holy kiss. It, holy was there a number of times. This kind of greeting, anyway, should be holy. The relationship we have is eternal, which began for each of us by the calling of God to be part of his family. So we are set apart for him and to act in a way that glorifies him and shows our love for him together. Secondly, the way we greet each other is part of our witness. It's part of our testimony. It is seen by the world. Now here, by visitors, yes, but you know, visitors probably notice our fellowship before and after, uh, and even when we interact in public, which we will on March 11th. They'll see us you know, walking and marching. It's a little different, I know, but they'll see us before and after. They'll see what we're like a little bit. They'll see a testimony there. Uh, and you know, the joy we have in being together and doing this together and singing together, they'll see that. And you know, they'll see we don't need green beer to be joyful together. I'm not against beer, even if it's green, but uh, we don't need that. And they should know that. They may notice how we relate as we're doing this, offering it as unto the Lord. And it shows through our love that we are his disciples again, and we are part of the same family. That's what I pray they will see. And we have a relationship through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's what they'll see on the signs, too, and in the songs that we'll sing, the two songs. Our relationship with each other is different than it is with those who do not have faith in Christ also. In the early church, this practice of a holy kiss or greeting was practiced among individuals in a local body who earlier, maybe even a short time earlier, as two unbelievers, wouldn't have thought at all of doing such a thing. It would be, there's no way they would do this. A master and a slave do that? It was not culturally acceptable. In fact, it was shocking. It shocked unbelievers that the normal uh, partiality and the normal prejudice 
the socially accepted distance between different in social strata and religions and even regions of the area. Uh, that was not practiced. It was not practiced, but it was in the body of Christ. So in, in the new church, in the New Testament church, in the body of Christ, there were Jews and Greeks. They didn't do that. There were, Jew, there were slaves and free. They didn't do that. They were rich and poor. But in the body, they were all relating as one, in love. And this action of holy greeting and close fellowship helped to break down dividing walls. And again, it showed what that verse meant, that the Lord Jesus broke down the dividing walls of hostility. W.E. Vine, in his new uh, expository dictionary of New Testament words, he said this, there was to be an absence of formality and hypocrisy, a freedom from prejudice arising from social distinctions, from discrimination against the poor, from partiality towards the well-to-do. In the churches, masters and servants would thus salute one another, not this one, you know, the greeting, salute one another without any attitude of condescension on the part of or disrespect of the other. So close family members often greet each other. You know, in your particular family, you greet each other, maybe in different ways than other families do, uh, in, in intimate and joyful ways. Some families are more of the hugger type, right? The hugger type than others. And uh, they may not kiss as much as others, as other families. So we have those practices in our family. And we know what that means, how deep that means, uh, the meaning is to us. But however your family greets each other, it is different, again, than with strangers. In the early church, uh, you would give uh, cheek-to-cheek kisses with close friends and family, uh, men greeting men uh, on the cheek or beard, and women on the cheek, and then another commentary said on the, uh, for women on the cheek or on the forehead. But it's, in any case, it should be genuine, of course. Our greetings should be holy and show genuine affection, heartfelt affection. Now, could that be a holy fist bump? I saw that in the commentary. Okay, I can see that. It's, God looks at the heart. And there are two people who might say that's, that's fine. So, Another one I believe, though, here is calling each other brother and sister. Brother and sister. That's another way. A a handshake, of course, uh, maybe for Christians, at least when they first met, you have just met, or are a little distant, maybe. Certainly, that can be a holy greeting. Uh, Phil and I went and met some elders that we... Uh, men we didn't know were elders in the church plant, the CREC church plant. Of course, we gave them a good handshake and looked them in the eye. But after 90 minutes and of all the camaraderie we had, uh, kind of, you know, when I went out, I, I felt like I could put my arm like this and say, brother, that was wonderful. And he appreciated that, I believe. Now, at airports, I've seen many times, Jerry and I are going there tomorrow. I'll probably notice this now that I'm thinking about it. But, you know, you often see greetings uh, when people are coming and, oh, you know, they're crying and hugging each other or saying goodbye, um, you know, with uh, tears of tears uh, and also with great joy. Some even, you know, where they run to greet each other there. Uh, one time uh, I was coming back from one of my trips to Asia and I was, it was a long trip, 24-hour trip. So I was walking up the ramp and uh, I was near the back for some reason, and I, all, these people up ahead were saying, hey, there's a, there's a family up there, and they all have signs, and it's a big family, and 
I thought, okay, I think I know who's at the end of the ramp here. So sure enough, I'm walking up there, and they're all kind of talking about it. So I come out, and all they, a lot of people didn't keep walking to go down and get their luggage. There was a lot of the plane still there, just at the end of the ramp. And so I got up there, and of course, it's going to be hard to not cry, but there, sure enough, is all my family lined up like this with signs. I can't remember exactly what it said. But it said something like, we love daddy, or we love our dad, you know. So everybody was there, and people in the crowd were crying, and they were clapping. I mean, really, seriously, I'll always remember that. That was, that was an amazing experience. So the saints of the Lord should greet each other, I believe, just as joyfully. And not all the time, of course. It, you know, there are times that uh, you, you greet each other in other ways, of course. Um, but I think it just naturally comes out because we love one another and it's what we're called to do. All I'm saying is I'm glad we do this here. You know, maybe you could try kissing. I don't know. It's up to you before you. And, uh, but, you know, we often hug each other here and we accept that here. It's, it's common here, especially when we greet each other and say goodbye on the Lord's Day. And of all days, it would seem to be a part of a holy gathering to give a holy greeting, Right? where we haven't seen each other for you know, a week or so. So this way of saying that we love our fellow citizens of heaven reflects that we are united in Christ. We are one in him, and that is what we're saying as we come to the table also. We are reminded here that we are loved by our Lord Jesus, and we should always remember at the table that we are one family in him. And I rejoice in that. Let's pray. Lord, we, we do thank you that we can call each other brothers and sisters. We thank you for making us a family and pouring your love into our hearts, which we can also express as we assemble as your body. And by the way, we greet each other. Oh Lord, help us to show your love to those around us and that they will know that we are your disciples by our love for one another and by our, even by our greetings and that they may see the unity and the love of the body of Christ. Lord, we rejoice that we are united in you and we come to this table as your children by faith to receive grace, to grow in love. And we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of love, amen.